and welcome back to the Dakota Student Podcast. The Dakota Student Podcast is your place to find all things news, sports, entertainment, and more in the greater Grand Forks area and beyond. I'm your host, Molly, and I'm joined today with Madison Feltman. Hello. And Mason Dunleavy. How you doing? This episode of the Dakota Student Podcast is sponsored by Waves Float Center in East Grand Forks. Experience full body relaxation in a float tank filled with enough Epsom salt to make your body float like a cork. Floating has been shown to help with anxiety and stress, PTSD, chronic and acute pain, migraines, concussions, sports recovery, creativity, ADD and ADHD, and relaxation. At Waves, they want to help you turn your worries and pains into nothing. Use the promo code DAKOTASTUDENT and reserve a 60-minute float session for only $39. Go to wavesfloatcenter.com today and use the promo code DAKOTASTUDENT. Um, I got the experience to visit Waves Float Center, and I had a really good time. It was very relaxing, and I think it's good for all students, especially during this like stressful midterm time, to go and... Just relax a little bit. If you don't know what the day of the test, honey, you're not going to know it. So go and relax <laughs> and float. So what was it like being like in the capsule, like encapsulated? Did you actually close the lid? Because I think they say you can like keep it open or. Yeah. So I did close the lid. You do you have the option to keep it open, except he told me that like you get like a better, what is it? Better experience if like you're fully like closed Mm -hmm. into it um however they do have like a light inside that you can turn on if like you're getting like oh that's nice I will say like um it does get a little stuffy with the cap down it's kind of weird because like it is room temperature um but for me I get like a little claustrophobic so like towards the end I did like pop it up a little bit because I was like the air I can't breathe but (laughs) obviously you can't breathe it was just me being like superstitious so do you actually like float and stuff yeah it's super weird um I personally like don't really enjoy getting wet or swimming. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'll try it. Um, but yeah, it's weird. Like you step in and the water like feels soft. I don't oh. know how to describe it because there's so much Epsom salt. I think there's like over a thousand pounds in there or something. Yeah. So you just like flow. It's very weird. Do that, they have like, music and stuff? Yeah, they have. Well, they start with like a relaxing music, but then they end up shutting it off because you're just supposed to like be chilling. Mm. So it was kind of cool because it was, I relaxed and like it really helps with like sleep. So mm-hmm. that night I slept like a rock, which really? was so nice. And I woke up feeling that's like more really energized. Nice. And that's like one of like the positives of like going mm-hmm. is sleep. Do they just have like the one capsule type thing or do they have multiple ones? They have two rooms with like the float tanks. Okay. And then they also have like a massage chair. That's really nice. Ooh. I got to test that out too. And I want one for my apartment. And then they also have a sauna. Um, So like when you book, you can book like, oh, a massage and then floating or like floating then sauna. So like you have the option to do like multiple things while you're there. That's actually super cool. I will have to try it out sometime. It sounds like a pretty rad experience. Yeah, and they have student discounts and um they have um the discount code in the Dakota student. I'm pretty sure it's Dakota student. So be sure to use that to get some money off your visit. That is super awesome. Yeah. So in other news, there was a Trump rally in Minnesota and it got a little bit um dicey. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Mason, do you want to fill us in? So the Trump rally took place in Ilan Omar's district, which was intentional because it's a very liberal district and Trump wants to change that. 
Trump uh, introduced himself by mocking most of his opponents, including Hillary Clinton from 2016. He mocked Joe Biden and Hunter Biden around the same time, and he mocked Alon Omar. Other than that, it was a pretty lengthy speech. Um, just went into politics. Didn't miss much other than some funny jokes. After the rally, there was some tensions rising, and protesters and Trump supporters clashed, I guess you could say. <laughs> Most of the Trump supporters dispersed after the rally, but the, the protesters stayed, and they were not happy. Surprised? I don't know. Like, I'm not very surprised that that happened. I mean, especially like him choosing to go into a liberal area. Like, I'm not 100% surprised that there would be some violence or some sort of retaliation. And I'm not saying it's right, but I'm just saying yeah. I'm not surprised choosing the area that he picked to go into. But I understand that he is like trying to get voters. So it makes sense to visit um, mm -hmm. a place that's not. Um, Republican conservative. Yep. But um I don't know, I just don't think violence is ever the answer. No. I'm nice. not surprised either, but like you said violence is never the answer and like I don't know, it's like the way I look and I'm not saying like I'm not like choosing a side here or whatever, but like I feel like if Joe Biden or Bernie Sanders were to come into a rally, conservatives would not be attacking mm -mm. the liberal party. It, I mean, that's just from like past experiences, but I just, like you said, I just don't understand why people feel it's necessary. Like, what are you getting out of it? Are you like, you think by smacking somebody in the head, you're going to get them to sway over to your side. Like, I just don't understand why people go straight to violence. Right, because, like, then who would want to join you if you think that everybody else is, like, wrong except for you? Yeah. You know, like, your opinion isn't the only one that matters. Exactly. And your opinion isn't necessarily right, especially to, like, other people. Like, I think all three of yeah. us have different opinions. However, like, we talk here and I'm not like, you're stupid for thinking yeah. that and I'm going to hit you because I'm angry. <laughs> I just don't see how any discussion can come out of it because as soon as supporters walk down the street they're labeled as racist bigots and obviously you're not well, gonna yeah. you're not gonna want to talk to someone it's, who thinks you're a racist bigot exactly and that's why i don't i mean everybody like molly said everybody's entitled to our opinion and like i'm just tired of like in america everybody bashing each other for like why can't we say like i think you're wrong like you don't have to say you're wrong you can say i think you're wrong because in your eyes it might be wrong but it does in their eyes they're right it's a lot of people nowadays, you're not going to be able to change their opinion. No matter what you say, no matter if you hit them upside the head, you're not going to be able to change people's opinions. And that's something that I think people need to learn how to respect other people as individuals. And like everybody keeps talking about how we're going to go into some civil war because President Trump is our president. But like it's going to be America that divides itself. Like it's going to be the people that divide themselves because at the end of the day, nobody respects anybody. Like, I it's very hard nowadays to have a political conversation with people. And just and have not, it be a conversation. Yes, it yes. always turns into like some screaming match about like yes. how you're wrong, your opinion doesn't matter. Who can yell louder? Pretty exactly. much. And I mean, I wonder for like presidential candidates if like that's like hurt them because I feel like to be a candidate it's very difficult to even like voice your own opinion because like obviously you want voters. That's like the whole point. 
So, like, do you just, like, then side? Because, like, I feel like candidates right now are really nasty towards each other. And I just wonder if they've always been that nasty. Like, obviously, I know that they've always had, like, the ads on TV about, like, the sketchy things that other people do. But, like, now it's, like, an everyday conversation, like, constantly just bashing the other person. And then at the same time, like, you wonder why their supporters are bashing the other side. They're doing it as well. Like, none of them are saying, like, you should stop doing this. Both sides are just contributing to, like that side's completely wrong that side's completely wrong so like where's the middle ground like I just don't think we'll ever find it yeah no there's never gonna be like a sense of unity again in America and like I don't know I just like to me I'm like disappointed in the way things are going um and yeah I like I bottom line there needs to be more respect in this country because what happened in Minneapolis was a complete act of disrespect like could you imagine going on the website that we have featured in Mason's article and seeing yourself smack another human being because they support somebody else? Like, how would you feel if this, like, the roles were reversed and Bernie Sanders came to town and a conservative smacked you in the face? How would you feel that? Like, I just, I just think it was like a complete utter disgrace. And like, I, yeah, I don't. It's uncalled for, and yeah. If anything, I think these protesters are helping Trump and gaining more supporters because these moderate liberals are seeing it. The people who aren't taking part in mm-hmm. these radical, violent protests, they're saying, hey, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. This is like protests are supposed to be something where you can call attention to your like your cause, your cause. But in the end, it always ends up being something violent. Like when people hear about protests, they automatically think negative things because we're making it a negative thing. Like when protests started happening back, like way back in the beginning of our country, they weren't, people weren't throwing rocks at police, like smacking each other. Like it wasn't, it was basically to get, supporters for their cause and honestly now just like awareness Mm -hmm. yeah like just be better people Mm -hmm. just be a better person like if someone has a different opinion than you and they're getting fired up just shut your mouth and walk away like why do you have to feed into it just like turn around look the other way be a better person so there were reports of people throwing urine at police there was also reports of people hitting police horses with sticks in an, in an attempt that's to, an animal yeah, okay in <laughs> an attempt to so so beat people but do not be animals i'm just kidding all Don't i know is if you make either, a horse angry by hitting with the stick and there's a lot of people that's a trampoline cause, waiting yeah. to happen and that's not good so so far there's only been one arrest made in connection to the assaults and the the burning of the make america great again hats which is illegal I don't, I just think, like, it just, yeah, the just whole thing disappoints me. how I feel. Not, it's not even, like, yeah, it has nothing to do with what side you're on. It's just disappointing that Americans are acting like this. To, like, these are, like, ordinary people, and this is what, like, yeah. I Your opinion just... does not make you a bad person. Mm-hmm. how you choose to your actions do and that's how i feel i'm like i don't care what you think like if you're nice to me and respect me i'm gonna be the same way exactly but like just be better like stop being violent stop yelling hitting people just be nice you know it's not that hard i think people need to stop acting like this is the end of the world that's yes. how they acted in 2016 when Trump yeah. got elected. and We're still alive. We're still here, folks. Maybe <laughs> barely, but we're still alive. So, yeah. At the end of the day, people, be nice. Yes. Just be better. 
In other news, it is also Breast Cancer Awareness Month and Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Um, causes are extremely important because I think there are things happening every day in our country that not everybody realizes. And like, I think that there's a lot of positive that comes out of the these like two awareness months or two, yeah. Um, because um, a lot of survivor stories come out and we're like a lot of positive things are happening. Like there was an NFL, a former NFL player who has donated um, to pay for 500 mammograms in honor of his mom who passed away from breast cancer. Um, And I come from a family where breast cancer runs in my family. My grandma had it. One of my aunts had it. And um, I, so I know how important those things are and how important it is to get mammograms early and do those things. So, and that's what breast cancer awareness month brings awareness to all that. And that this guy, D'Angelo Williams is stepping up to do this. I think it's an amazing thing. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I just think it brings like hope to people like having awareness months. And like, I think others like survivors sharing their stories helps people that are going through the tough times, like realize that like there's hope, whether it's breast cancer or domestic violence. Like I think having hope is like what drives a lot of like people that are living in like those situations and yeah and UND does a lot for domestic violence awareness month here um they do uh take back the night rally where they um do a walk across campus and then they and um and they have a couple speakers and stuff like that just to kind of like bring light to it they also do the clothesline project which if you've never been to it, I don't know if it's still going on or not, but I think it was last week. If you've never been to the Clothesline Project, I would highly suggest you try finding some because the Clothesline Project happens all over the nation. I would highly suggest trying to find somewhere that has it going on or come to it next year because it's very like emotional and it's just crazy because like they have all basically what the clothesline project is, is they hang up a bunch of these shirts that are made by survivors or made by loved ones of family who have passed away and each color of shirt means something different and they also have like this tone in the back that's happening like to represent how many women or how often sexual assaults or domestic violence acts are happening and it's just it really strikes you to know that like how many people are affected by this um and it also like brings light to that there are survivors of this and there are people who have gotten help and who have found that um the CVIC here on UND's campus, and they also have an office in Grand Forks, is absolutely amazing. Um, they do a great job at, to bring awareness to um, domestic violence and different types of violence. And they're always there. It's 100% t- confidential. And they're a great resource to our students here on campus and faculty. It's nice to have resources like in the community that you can go to. So never be afraid to reach out for some help if you need it. Well, speaking of sports, I finally went to my first hockey game as a UND student um, Saturday where they won eight to one. (laughs) 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 Woot! (laughs) The one woot. Oh my God, that was funny. (laughs) Yeah, so on Saturday they won eight to one. Um... It's periods because there's three of them, correct? Me and my hockey lingo. Um, Yeah, so in the third period, they scored like three times in five minutes. (laughs) 
So, like, the first period, like, it was mm-hmm. decent. Um, the other team scored one. But then, like, we were we were taking a lot of shots, but, like, nothing was going in. Wow. I'm such a hockey person right now. <laughs> I love um, it. And then all of a sudden, like, we just, like, couldn't stop scoring. But I don't know. It was kind of aggressive for me. I'm very much like, oh, my gosh, they're about to fight. As my boyfriend's like, fight, fight. As well <laughs> as his mom, who was like, yeah, like, beat them, you know. But hockey players go through some like stuff like they really get slammed into walls and i was like i hope that they're wearing shin guards because like whack no they They have plenty of yeah yeah Yeah. it's like goes everywhere and i was like wow that's a lot it was a good game und hockey has really showed up this year and i'm excited for it um i've always been a big hockey fan um my cousin plays hockey so um i've always been involved in the hockey world um, but I, hockey is just a, like fun to watch because it's so fast paced. And like you said, they scored three goals in the matter of five minutes. So it's something that like, you could be up eight to zero and you could lose the game because it's that hockey is so that face fast paced. But yeah, I'm quite excited to see what the rest of the UND seasons brought us. I mean, we had a shutout on Friday and yeah, exciting. What I don't know how the other sports did. I think football, football kind of yeah, didn't do super great, but I mean everybody has their days. Um <laughs> everybody has those days. Everybody and has. women's soccer won again. They're like on a streak, I'm pretty sure. Soccer doing killing it. Yeah, soccer's been doing great. Good so. job, ladies. <laughs> Woohoo! Go ladies! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true though. They have been doing a really good job. And my thing is, I feel like women's sports on campus like don't get a lot of recognition because like I I'm like ninety eight percent sure our basketball team here for women is like also really good. And they never. I don't. I don't. Did they cut the women's basketball? Program? They cut that. <laughs> No, oh, they, they cut the it. women's hockey. No, but aren't they like really good? Oh yeah, yeah volleyball. So honestly, girls. You're killing it, and keep, keep it, it up. up. Yeah. I'm sorry you don't get as much attention as you should. Yes. Nice job. It's true. This is just a reminder for all students that the coat drive is still going on, so if you have any old winter coats lying around or you got a new one that you're not going to use or any warm weather gear, just be sure to give that to the Gamble? Accounting office. Accounting office. That's in, in Gamble. Gamble um, Second floor. Second floor. So... That's where all your cold weather things should be going. So the school got closed on Friday a little prematurely since we didn't get too much snow. But I think students were happy about that. Yeah, I mean, I personally was quite happy. I had a presentation on Friday that I was not looking forward to. So, and I mean, I only have one class because my other two classes get canceled quite a bit on Fridays because we have like online class. Um, But... Um, I was pretty excited about it, but I do think that they kind of did it a little prematurely. I think that the snow track kind of changed and we didn't get as much snow as we were supposed to, but we were under a blizzard warning on Friday and like they closed the highway from Fargo to Canada. So I do think it was probably smart to close the campus. Um, things were not great out there, but I do know, um, People were still managing to get around town and stuff like that. Well, yeah, I will say I drove Friday night because I was working until 930. And on my drive home, the roads were just like wet, mm-hmm. I believe. I mean, obviously, at intersections, they were a little bit slushy because, you know, like how you track it through. Um, but they weren't bad. And I have a really crap car in the snow and I didn't slip once. So that was pretty nice. 
but it was nice to sleep in and like not have to get up and worry about schoolwork for a day. Very true. I'm glad it's all melting. Right. I hope it's gone. I also I think gone. that like they c- closed school because it's like the first snow of the year mm-hmm. and I think they just anticipated that everybody kind of forgets how to drive the first snow of the year and and uh, students would have gone to class anyway yeah. and I think no, it's just like the they might have also been like underprepared because I will say yeah. like I, I live on apartments say. on campus and they have yet to like even shovel like our walkways granted now it's melted but like well yes this parking lot here isn't yeah. isn't Not plowed oh yeah you're right when I got out of work on well, no, it is when snow I woke up October. Saturday, it was like I couldn't even walk outside because like my door was yeah. like jammed shut. I was like, "Can you shovel this, please?" Yeah. Well, and I'm sure, honestly, a lot of students don't have their winter gear with them because, like, I know when I was a freshman, I brought like my summer, my like warm clothes or whatever, fall clothes, and then I went home and got all my winter stuff before it actually like started snowing and so i feel like a lot of people weren't prepared because they probably didn't have um like their winter coat and stuff i mean i know last year i left my winter coat at my parents and i had to go and get it like the day it snowed but and it snowed around this time last year but it only snowed a couple inches whereas this time it was like it was a snow apocalypse and that snow was thick with Mm. two seas it was pretty bad (laughs) yeah and like the temperature itself wasn't like super low. It was like in the 30s. Mm-hmm. But the wind, Saturday oh, morning, chilly. I was like, oh my gosh, this is how winter is going to be. And I don't like it. Not excited. Yeah, I think it's like not. I, unfortunately for everyone here in the Grand Forks area in North Dakota, I'm pretty sure the forecast is not forecasting anything above 50 and in the near future so i kind of feel like our winter is here everyone actually we might get some more snow on tuesday but it's looking like it's supposed to get into the 50s about (gasps) midweek wow heat wave everybody get out your speedos friday and saturday supposed to be 54 and 51 so nice day to get out there before more snow hits (laughs) yes yeah take advantage of the nice weather while you can the farmer's almanac has said like or whatever i don't know if that's where they base it off of that's what i've been told i'm not this mm-hmm. is not like factual i'm not so people don't come after me but i've heard from multiple people and like different sources out there our winter this year is supposed to be way colder and way like harsher and last year it was negative 60 so let's see maybe we'll get to negative 70 i think it's going to be like that every year every oh. every natural event more snow, more cold, everything just going to be... It's miserable. I, like, I've told my... I have one more winter left to me. That's it. And then mm-hmm. I'm out. I'm out. This North Dakota winter makes, like, New England winters look like nothing. Like, I Even remember... Even a Minnesota winter. I know. Like, I went to school up north in New Hampshire, and they were, like, 10 degrees cooler than, like, where I'm from in, like, southern New Hampshire-ish. Um... And I'd be up at Plymouth and be like, oh, my gosh, it's so cold up here. We get so much more snow. And then I moved out here and was like, everyone in New Hampshire is a baby. All they do is complain. They have no idea that 30 degrees is not cold. Mm-hmm. That's summer here. Yeah. So now I feel like I'm so tough. Like when I go home for like winter break, I probably won't even bring my jacket home because mm-hmm. I don't need it. I'll probably be in a skirt. So <laughs> can't wait for that. There was a, a story of boy on slat guy, the 16-year-old who's been, or 22-year-old now who's been cleaning up the oceans. I think he's done a lot more actions, and he's came up with the 
almost like a net contraption to capture plastic. And I've seen that's mul- pretty cool. Yeah, I've seen multiple new inventions like that. There's one that goes down rivers. It kind of looks like a mouth, and just kind of just funnels all the all the waste. I actually saw an article on Facebook. I didn't actually click on it, and who knows, it might be fake. But I think that a contraption similar to his actually, like, it was in its trial run, and it worked well. Like, they found that Mm -hmm. it actually did what it was supposed to. So, you know, maybe there is hope for our oceans and for the sea turtles and all of our ocean wildlife. I just feel so bad about, like, people dumping stuff into the ocean because i feel like it's been happening for so long and now it's like our issue because like i think that's a big misconception about it because only i don't know i don't know the exact statistics but the vast majority of plastic debris and any like debris like that is fishing gear like old fishing nets and lures and all that that's what makes up most of the pollution in the ocean well and what i will say about the whole ocean thing is i think that so everybody's freaking out about these straws because like they're causing turtles to like choke and die. And I get it. Like plastic straws are, I, if we can minimize the use of them, we can, we should because no, because I mean, eventually it's going to end up in the ocean and I don't think it should, but why are we going after plastic straws when it's more like the things, other things that are caused like plastic bottles and like the little plastic things that hold cans together that are actually like hurting these animals like yes plastic straws are hurting these animals but if we're gonna get rid of plastic straws we better get rid of all the other plastic that's Mm -hmm. causing causing animals to get sick and die or being polluting our oceans like i feel like there's more like plastic bottles and plastic bags floating around than there is plastic straws plastic bags so i feel like if you're gonna if people are gonna be like oh metal straws metal straws I think we need to focus on using paper instead of plastic or, I mean, I just think that there's so much other plastic that's not being mm-hmm. drawn to, because everybody's just so focused on getting rid of the straw. Well, when I go to Walmart, I get like six plastic bags every time. So Yeah, and then they, they either just go in the garbage or they sit on your, and I mean like, I, Walmart does have a bag recycling center, by the way. But then if you, they do, but where does that plastic go? To the landfills, which is eventually going to end up in the ocean. Like, we're running out of places to put our trash. Mm-hmm. I think North Dakota is the perfect place to put our trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's more bars than people here, so. I know. Well, it's funny. Um, I was just, like, chatting with somebody about, like, how much, like, land is in North Dakota. And I'm not saying that it needs to be filled with trash. But, like, in New Hampshire, like, we don't really have, like, a place to put it so it does get shipped out because like we're right by the um coast so it does get like shipped out i'm not sure where it goes but it doesn't say but here i mean at least there's like kind of a place to put it so yeah recently they they've been working on this plastic eating bacteria which could help the problem but honestly that's a little scary to me because if that bacteria breaks out with all our Everything that we use is plastic, basically. So if that breaks out somewhere that we don't want it and starts eating all our appliances and all our stuff like that, that's probably not going to be very good. That does scare me, too, because of, like, what if it ends up being, like, a flesh-eating bacteria mm. if it gets around humans? Like, that's scary. Science yeah. is just scary to me. I don't understand right. it. And I feel like because I can't understand it, I'm just like, I'm afraid. <laughs> I feel like an old person like with the internet. I'm like, oh, I don't get Instagram. I'm afraid of it. But that's how I feel with these 
new bacteria is. But I mean, like, it's kind of a smart idea. Their diet sucks. I'm sorry, bacteria, that you only like plastic. But Well, thank you guys for listening, and I hope you have a happy Tuesday. And also thank you to Waze Float Center for sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>